Welcome to Not Another Runner podcast, a running and health related podcast created by a run of the mill, yes, pun intended, everyday runner. Join me for all things running, health and well-being related, for the highs and lows of life, training and chasing goals. This podcast is designed to keep you motivated and enthusiastic on your journey to health and happiness. Every time I run, I discover something new about me and about life, be it a reason why I run or a discovery of myself. I genuinely find gratitude through running. I am able to stay healthy and fit through the execution of my passion, but furthermore, I am able to achieve peace, presence, growth and discovery. And I love to hear all your stories on how running has changed your lives and what it's brought to you. I want to connect like-minded people through the power of podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Not Another Run-Up podcast. I hope you are all keeping well, you're staying active and enjoying some nicer weather and the ability to book events in your diary. Just so exciting. I want to hear what you've got booked in, what racing have you got in the diary, whether that's running, triathlon, let me know. I know that I am loving the ability to schedule things in the diary scheduling catch-ups with friends family meeting up with people I've not seen for so long and so I may not be able to book in a racing event I may not be running still but I am loving the ability to pencil in some really fun activities um yeah lots of walks planned coastal path walks and catch up with friends just can't wait now Despite this, and despite feeling really grateful for that, the diary is filling up and it is giving me just a little bit of anxiety. I don't know if you're feeling the same, but I'm feeling a little bit anxious at the prospect of a busier life, busier than it is already. And work has been crazy busy recently, and that too has made me feel just a little bit stressed and anxious as I continue to juggle the podcast on top of full-time work and life in general, and family, and everything else that's now being booked in. Um, But despite all of that, one thing for sure is how grateful I feel when I step away from these conversations with the guests. Because guaranteed, each time I come away from those conversations feeling better than I did before sitting down. So whether that is I come away feeling energised, inspired, motivated, moved or even enlightened I always feel great coming away from these conversations and it is that that I feel truly truly grateful for this week it makes the continuous juggle of work life family podcast all so very worth it and especially to be able to share the incredible conversations with all of you guys who've stuck with this podcast since day one So I'm grateful for you guys too and for listening in continuously. So thank you. I hope you too are feeling grateful for something this week. I'd love to hear what it is. Please share this with me online. I'm available via Instagram and Facebook. I am primarily on Instagram. So send a message over there and replying is much easier and I can be in touch and I can hear exactly what you're all feeling grateful for because that causes a ripple effect. So let me know. As always, if you are listening to the show today, please take a screenshot, share with me online via socials so that we can together encourage others to listen so that they too can feel inspired and motivated to get up and get going to lead healthier happier lifestyle so today's episode what a conversation this was 
honestly, I've been so excited for today's episode and to release this conversation. Both myself and Mark forgot we were recording, um, which I always think is a sign of a great podcast chat. Um, not a bad sign. It was a deep and meaningful conversation. And honestly, we, we did forget we were recording. And I think at the end, <laughs> I actually had to cut some out because we were just rambling away, um, completely forgetting that we were doing this for the podcast and not just having a conversation together. Um, Mark is such an interesting guy. He has overcome some big obstacles in his life to improve his health and well-being and the quality of his and his family's life. But he has also gone one step further. I'd like to say 10 steps further, really, because of everything he's achieved. But yeah, he's gone a step further to empower others to not only access facilities, resources, so that they too can lead healthier, happier lifestyles, but he has also led the way in sharing resources, toolkits to enable others to lead a happier, more fulfilling life. Now, Mark is the founder of Run Grateful. Run Grateful is a global running campaign using the power of gratitude with running as the vehicle. Run Grateful has created global events centered around gratitude practice and its power when combined with movement exercise. These events have extended its reach across 50 different countries, which is incredible. Mark took on his own personal challenge for the first rendition of Run Grateful with a 24-hour challenge, running a five-kilometre followed by a mile on on the hour every hour, dedicating each mile to something he was truly grateful for. Run Grateful's mission is to create a strong sense of community centred around this one emotion, gratitude. Something that is incredibly personal, but something that we can all connect with through sharing stories and experiences. And Run Grateful states that a gratitude walk or run is not about speed, getting fitter or even clearing your head. It is about being mindful about everything that adds abundance to your life. How powerful is that statement, that mission statement? I love it. And what better guest to have on this show um, because Mark's mission and should I say missions, there are, there's plural there, um, and everything he's achieved and he aspires to achieve and empower others to get up and achieve just resonates completely with this podcast and with everything that I believe in and I aspire to as well. Thank you, Mark, for your time. Um, I know I've already done an introduction and you'll hear another one now, but I just had to add that bit in about Run Grateful because of its epic mission and how much that resonates with this podcast here. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Please let us know what you take away from this conversation. It would be great to hear from you all. Hello and welcome to Not Another Runner podcast. Today's guest is Mark White. Mark is a father, husband and of course another runner. Mark is the founder of a community interest company called Your Town, which has live community up initiatives across various UK towns, including the Your Town Runners. In addition to launching Run Grateful, Mark has recently created and founded the Me Us, which is a platform to re 
imagine men's health in order to support them physically, mentally and spiritually. In 2019, Mark was voted in the top 15 social entrepreneurs in the UK by Red Bull. And though Mark has held many titles over the last few years, including um, the the titles I've just read aloud, he is a firm believer in not attaching himself to any particular labels. And I like that Mark states, I am a human being first, and what comes with that is my expectation around how I will be able to take on the different roles life has presented me and where my curiosity will continue to lead me. Mark is also a children's book author, um, which surprised me. I didn't know about this. He's released a book called, I think, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Dumblebee Forest, centred around a world where children send their dunnies, was it dummies? Uh, yeah. when they are ready to let them go. Um, yeah, that, that was amazing, Mark. I didn't know anything about that. So I was really fascinated to read that the other day. So hi, Mark, and welcome Hiya. to the Not Another Runner podcast. A big thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. It's As always a, it's uh, one... good to reflect. And when I was coming to do this, I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be, you know, I've got to get all these words right now. So it's pressure yeah. when, when you're listening. But, you, you know, you've done a number of things. Um, you must some days think to yourself, right, what am I doing today? What What is the priority? What have I got to get done today? Because you've got quite a few balls. You know, you're, you're juggling all of these different things. You must some days think, right, what's next? Yes, yeah, most definitely. Well, one of my one of my little sayings in life, which is generally kind of, if uh, when I'm, I'm feeding back to others in, in their life journeys, is just to manage the moments, you know. And it's just a little a little mantra that I have that has helped me along the way to to manage, like you said, these various balls that uh, I'm juggling. And um, so, yeah, I try my best to manage the moments. Uh, there's there's a lot going on, but I try not to be irresponsible. And uh, you know, we're we're with what is happening in my life it's not it's not one of them scenarios which is amazing to even say you know just listening to some of what you just shared back to me there about uh you know what i've going on you know where i'm not one of them characters that starts something and then halfway through just kind of gets bored or or gives up or whatever you know everything that you just mentioned there is alive and kicking and uh yeah i'm happy with with the progress and the the children's book is, is a little bit random i know but uh so, but yeah, that's that's more of a legacy for my children, really, to kind of one day say, "Oh, my dad wrote a book." So, uh, yeah, find a book. So, so yeah, bit bit of a mixed bag, love, and I'm sure we're going into some of the finer details. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, happy with some of what I've I've done in life. Yeah. So I'll start um, with asking a question that I've asked um, my co-host before on the Not Another Runner's Life. So I asked Marcus once, um, and I want to ask you today because I'm intrigued to know what you'll. What words you're going to pick for this question? Mm-hmm. And that is, if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would that be? And if you think your friends and family, if you think, um, what word would they describe you as? So literally one word you would describe yourself and what you think your friends and family would describe you. Oh, wow. Uh, one word. God, yeah, it's you... so hard with just one word. It is, yeah, especially for, for me, and many people might laugh at this, actually, because I'm not one for just one word. Um, um, one word, I would say, well, there's two that spring to mind, but the answer to your question, give me just the one, is probably resilient, I would say. I love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably say resilient. Mm. Yeah. I would could expand on that, but... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Um, 
Would you think your friends and family would agree and use the same word? Or would they use something else to describe you? Oh, the, the, cool, you're jumping straight in with this one. Um, it's it's one of them ones where I suppose, and it kind of taps into how you how you introduce me. You know, I've got many titles or hats or whatever. Uh, you know, we'd be a father, a husband, and founder, etc. So it depends on who you're asking. But I would say, yeah, like them, those closest to me, i.e., the friends and family that you've alluded to, I would say resilient would definitely be on the, the in the top three. You know, they might say other words like passionate and, and things of that nature. But I think the resilience strikes people more than anything with with how some of you know my life has has gone. Um, and how I'm still kind of here, kind of showing up and getting up and, uh, yeah, not giving up, you know. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think resilient would, would definitely be, yeah, the, the top one, two or three uh, with words they use to describe me, yeah. It's a brilliant word and also something to be proud of personally, I think. I think uh, to have resilience, is it's not always a given that every individual will have, you know, the resilience to continue but I do think everyone listening today and um a great way to describe runners are that they are mm-hmm. resilient you have to be resilient in some way shape or form in order to be a runner and or an, an endurance athlete mm-hmm. definitely yeah most definitely and you know I've learned that through running as you just kind of mm-hmm. mentioned a lot a lot of runners do and um and you know before my running journey continued uh, I never really put um a title to that you know, I didn't really know how resilient I was. And then, yeah, it kind of played out in some of my running experiences. And then it just become a lot more obvious in, in my day-to-day as, as I'm looking to create a lot of what you've um, shared, you know, I'm, I'm part of or founded or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, you know, like you said, it's not a given. And, uh, and a lot mm. of the work that I do is sharing that kind of realistic approach to say it's, it's one thing to suggest resilience is, is, is an important part of, of a tool you know an important part of uh, the tools that we have yeah, to you know support us physically and mentally and all that kind of jazz but uh yeah to kind of gain resilience that's the journey you know because we need to ultimately learn and fall over and get back up etc and uh you know during that process to, to kind of find out what resilience means for us you know yeah definitely how and how was it that you you know you first started running how was it you got into the sport uh, it was back in 2010, uh, so a little while now. I've been, you know, I'm really chuffed to say that I've, yeah, that one has been part of my life now for, you know, give or take about 10 years, um, which is amazing. And uh, and I got into it through giving up mobile lights. Um, <laughs> I, I used to love, I used to love smoking, and um, yeah, but obviously, you know, it's uh, it's not very good for you. My, my girls were were growing older and they were learning to read, and they would. Pick up the fag packets and uh, not that they were laying around, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they kind of see smoking kills, you know, plastered all over the front. And um, yeah, they would just kind of ask me, you know, what's that mean? And what's this? And what's that? And, and uh, yeah, so when, when, they, when those days were starting to become more regular, um, it was just that push over the edge that I needed to kind of absolutely kind of find it within myself to, to give them up because uh, yeah there's lots of other reasons to give them up but that was definitely uh, you know pulling at the heartstrings so yeah cut a long story short uh, a good friend of mine um, used to run quite a lot had had a lot of experience around the value that running brought and um, we both give up cigarettes together we both started to run together and he was kind of just heavily suggesting I, I stay engaged because uh, I was wanting to um 
not turn up on a few occasions because uh, I, I didn't gravitate towards it naturally. You know, I wasn't uh, instantly in love with it. But yeah, after a while, he, he positioned it in such a way where he described it as one day it would feel like walking. And uh, mm. and as soon as he said that, um, I was just hooked. I was just like, I loved the feeling that that gave me. And I was like, okay, like that feels like something I want to stick around for. And uh, it, that ties into that resilience piece again. And yeah, I carried on. And um and yeah, a whole new world opened up literally with everything that, that I do in life uh, is, is a byproduct of, yeah, starting to run. And uh, never did I know what was on the horizon. So uh, that's how I got into running. And uh, yeah, and now I love it. Game changer, life changing, and just, yeah, incredible, incredible. Yeah. I, I relate to that story, but only but. <laughs> Because that's exactly how I got into running, was um, giving up smoking one year for Oh, Lent. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I read that and thought, oh, wow, okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and actually, I hadn't, I, you know, didn't expect that um, that answer. Um, but yeah, I, I um, gave up smoking one Lent and thought two weeks into it, I thought, God, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a run because mm-hmm. why would I want to smoke after doing that? Um, yes. I need to see how much my body needs this. So I went for a run and absolutely loved it um, and then never looked back. And um, mm. Yeah. Still um, off the cigarettes? Everything. Yeah, still. Oh, still. Even, even when, um, you know, running's been very, you know, very much not a part of the last 18 months um, because of injury. But even now, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. I've, yeah I've, you same. know, smoking 10 a day at the time. Um, yeah. And yeah, I always hated smoking, but... Um, something drew me into it and yeah two years I think I was smoking for so okay. um yeah oh, stuff. yeah yeah it is yeah smoking is just uh oh, I'm not one of them reform smokers not that there's anything wrong with them but yeah I'm not no. one of these that just despise it and you know look at people with disgust you know um but then yeah I'm just I'm so chuffed that you know now considering kind of how much I loved it and was reliant on it and addicted to it just how now it just doesn't even come into my mind you know and I just don't think about it you know the smells and etc just yeah I've just got no association with uh, no association with it now whatsoever um yeah which is amazing because at the time when you are giving up you know every single minute it's just or every single part of your being wants to just kind of have one you know just uh just a cheeky one every now and again but uh <laughs> yeah like like you I've continued to stay stops no matter if there's been you know parts parts or, or situations in life where maybe yeah for like injuries or whatever has meant I haven't um I've never kind of thought oh, I'll go back so mm. yeah. yeah 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 gone forever uh, what um obviously running you know even just listening to that story it's given you so much you know mm-hmm. even that because that might sound sound so simple to to some people but the fact that it's you know enabled you to give up uh what was an addiction and to remain you know to steer away from that and to continue being smoke free and not even want to pick up um a packet of fags again Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. else has running given you since you took up the sport oh you know um and before i answer that actually do you know what that is it's very uh what's the right word not wise but there's a lot of wisdom in what you just shared back there with me, uh, which I've never heard it in that way. And you're so right, you know, because if that is all that running has ever given me, then that is absolutely beyond my wildest dreams because to give up smoking was such a big thing, you know. And now because of what's happened since, which, you know, was the question which I'll go into, you know, even if I just reflect back to the moments of early running and early days of giving up smoking and how tough it was, 
so yeah, I've, 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 I really appreciate that um, the way you, you, you position that in my mind because yeah, it's making me reflect huge. And yeah, yeah it's huge. You, as, yeah, it's really huge. It yeah, is. I'm just taking, I'm just taking a moment. Here, yeah, because uh, yeah, powerful little things they are. Them mm. and addiction, addiction. You know, we're going to go kind of, kind of bit deeper i've given mm. up many things many things in my life and um you know cigarettes was like the last one to go and it was it was tough you know it was a powerful powerful little thing that is. but um but anyway yeah you know so much more has happened just incredible ne- never knew it was on the horizon as uh, as i think i mentioned a few minutes ago uh, it just kind of unearthed this kind of creativity in me um just that time with myself that i don't believe beforehand i can ever remember being so conscious of having that time with myself. I mean, I'd have occasions, obviously, where I'd be alone, whether it be in the car or whatever. But, you know, just that running time just gave me, you know, I was out for, you know, uh, X amount and um, we're, we're, and it was just time with myself, you know, and it'd just be a different way of thinking, a different way of experiencing life, um, just running my local area. Um, a few ideas were popping into my mind and, and then a bit of curiosity was was being sparked and I was like okay what, what, what does this mean and I'd email myself running along and all of a sudden I'd have this library of ideas you know all largely centered around the same thing uh Dumblebee Forest being one of it um which was great and very quickly um after that uh, I emailed myself um a title for a kind of event that I kind of had a, had a vision for called Give Your Town a Runaround and uh, yeah, the more time I was running, the more time I was creating, and then uh, then that kind of creative uh, pattern meant that I wanted to explore what that looked like. Uh, so I put the work in. Um, a few years on, you know, give your town a run around turned into your town. That turned into lots of amazing uh, community projects, including uh, including your town runners, which led into Run Grateful, which has led into Mias, and uh, so yeah, it's this whole web of of movement, this whole web of you know, feeling supported in my own personal journey with running, but it's just absolutely opened up this whole community where, you know, I've tried to spark, you know, other conversations uh, to bring about other communities and, uh, you know, to try to uplift people and encourage people and inspire people. And, and yeah, you know, so I've got my own little thing going on with running, which has always been really precious to me and I've always ran for my well-being. Um, but as a consequence of that, yeah, it's just kind of unleashed this, this other part of me, which I always um, felt to a certain degree was there. I always knew I, I was maybe potentially capable of, of a lot more than what uh, I was doing, um, just in the kind of the, the job that I was in prior. Um, and yeah, I just took a, I took a, I took a leap, leap of faith, and uh, started to build, uh, you know, build out the, these ideas that I hadn't seen that I could, um, yeah, make make a make a thing of them and. Uh, you know, I kind of have, so, which is good. It's it's really refreshing to hear someone else say how running, you know, has enabled them to be creative and to think up so many ideas, but also ideas that didn't not only benefited that you know yourself, but benefited others. I think mm-hmm. listening to you then just made me feel really happy at how much running is clearly given you and brought you to your life um because that's one thing that I've reflected upon during this time of injury that mm-hmm. I no longer have that creative space so running used to give me so much so many ideas thoughts and like just forever I was inspired 
when I was mm-hmm. out on the run. And I'm not quite achieving that with walking. I think it's something to do with the um you don't quite get the same fix when you're walking no. as you do when you're running. So when you're running, you're getting the dopamine and the endorphins. You don't quite get it when you walk in. And I think that those um neurotransmitters that you do get whilst running can really, if you tap into it, can really mm-hmm. bring you some creative ideas. Um, yeah. So yeah, really, really interesting to hear you say about that. But what what I want to know is when you were on the run and these ideas mm-hmm. came to you, mm-hmm. what or why do you think the idea came about that you wanted to help the community and that you wanted to help specifically then your town and other runners in your town? Yeah, another good question. Just diving deep into into your town in particular is, um, I wouldn't say it was, uh, it was conscious. So I'm a bit, bit contradictory there. And what I mean by that is, is it was in me, you know, and 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 that's kind of uh, what I meant by, you know, just the running just seemed to kind of open me up, or not necessarily wake me up, but definitely open me up to. To different opportunities you know and I was very curious to see what I was capable of you know because as I was maturing and you know uh, away from running you know I've always been very willing to kind of explore different opportunities out there of um, uh, just looking after myself you know whether that be silent retreats uh, ice baths um, other types of just things that you you know go out there to see if they're going to kind of support my well-being and uh, you know just my my um, my physical and mental health so I've always been you know very open and willing to try whatever you know at least give it a go once and not judge it beforehand but running was um definitely that that one thing that just was very I was very consistent with so and what when I mean when I mean it kind of opened me up is is I was just you know started to run I was starting to run around my hometown you know I started to kind of become even more familiar with the routes although I've kind of never strayed too far away from where I live you know running just opens up you know a, a new perspective of where you live and um, and as I was maturing as I mentioned I was becoming a dad and uh, and now I was kind of knee deep into that uh, you know the girls were getting older like fours five sixes. Um, you know, I see through, I see life through that lens. You know, I was, I was kind of uh, really interested in, you know, what they were influenced by, um, and you know that that kind of uh, space that they were now in in regards to primary schools, and I was hearing things about obesity and inactivity in young children and social media. Although they were a bit too young at that stage, and I knew that that generation was now being fed this social media world. And so it just all was kind of entwined with the ideas that I was having. It's like, okay, and then I've always been a big believer in just taking responsibility. I say always, you know, not always, but, you know, definitely um, as I was maturing myself, you know, that taking responsibility was something I was, you know, very, um, you know, very much a fan of. I was like, okay, you know, it's on me. You know, what can I do? What am I in control of? What can I contribute? You know, don't complain. You know, what, what, you know, what, what can you contribute towards this conversation where you feel like you're you're giving something back? So all this was kind of playing out in my mind. And then when the idea for Give Your Town a Runaround come, I was like, okay, what does this look like? What does that actually mean? It's a running event. That's fantastic. But, you know, 
how can you give it more meaning? There's a big conversation going around uh, around these you know transition that the high streets were going through with just kind of how people use them and engage with them. You know, always and forever, this conversation was going on around how things weren't how they used to be, and uh, which I thought was a bit of a not not dead conversation. I understand where people were coming from that, but things are never how they used to be. Things are always kind of evolving, and you know, it's just how we adapt and kind of how we how we relate to things and kind of what's tangible, what's not tangible, and all these kind of you know. As I'm talking now, it's just all kind of coming back to me because I had all these questions in my mind, and I was like, okay, to give your town a run around, I felt okay. We're centre it around a run. We make it um, as relatable as possible. It's so a hyper locally. You know, we we invite local people, local places into the into the picture i.e with the images we use the places and we also use uh, local people so people walk past it and they might recognize somebody it's like okay that sounds good that sounds you know really uh really nice and uh, how can we make it inclusive so um we made it like a free distance run which wasn't really a thing then uh so that was great and then we're like, okay, we're going to the primary schools. We share about it. We we do a bit of a commercial, uh, so we do some filming around the local area. So that's another reason why we can make people feel part of it, even if they're not running. And all of a sudden, love it, it just kicked off, you know. And, and uh, I had a chance meeting with with uh, a couple of people, and they were talking about town centre vibrancy and community engagement and things of that nature. And I was like, there's nothing. I've got an idea that could bring value to this conversation. If you're up for if you're up for it, I'll crack on and do what I need to do. I've got no experience whatsoever in event management or doing anything like this. But you know, if you're open to uh, to it, you know, I'm I'm willing to put in the effort. Um, they said yes, I said yes, and uh, within a few months, we had our first event. And uh, and ever since then, it's just kept me engaged, you know. And I've, I've you know very quickly, and I was aware of this anyway with other things that were going on in my life. But I always knew that giving giving more than you take is just the way forward is the way I live my life, you know, uplifting people and creating opportunities and spaces for others. is just fuel and energy that I need. You know, it's just, just, I just love selfless people. You know, I just think that, um, there's, there's a harshness to life, uh, where, you know, we, we ultimately, you know, uh, to a certain degree need, uh, certain things to survive in inverted commas you know that's only too dramatic but also there's just a, an amazing balance that comes with knowing that you've made a difference to somebody you know it's just an amazing feeling um and yeah you know like i said it's just kind of played out in in all that we do and um and that sense of community once you tap into it and feel part of something uh just just absolutely skyrocketed my spirit you know and uh and that is what spirituality is for me. It's about just waking up my spirit, you know, the good in me. And, uh, and yeah, uh, so it's a bit of a long answer there. So hopefully you made sense of that. I feel like I went off on a tangent there. But, but no, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I took a few really good things away from that. And I'm just trying to um, come back to one of them now. But um, one of them I'll revisit later when I ask you another um, another question. Um, mm-hmm. So from all of this um i know run grateful was sparked um and that is that's literally been within the last year so i think if i remember one of my other questions because i'm just trying to time this rightly and we'll come back to to the other question i've got but run grateful then okay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which immediately sparked my interest um Mm -hmm. mainly because of the because of its name grateful and how gratitude is massive for me and my routine and daily practice Mm -hmm. um 
how did that all come about and how can others get involved in it? Um, yeah, just tell us a little bit more about Run Grateful. Yeah, um, big place to do that. Uh, I, lo- I love it. I love what's happened over this last nine months or so. Just been yeah, completely overwhelmed with uh, you know everyone that's gravitated towards it and supported it and kind of taken part. And it was born um, last May. Um, by accident, as a lot of these things done. I mean, I've just spoken quite a lot there about, you know, your town and some of what we do there. But with uh, what happened, happened, you know, this time last year, um, just meant all offline activity was off, you know, and and your town in particular is very passionate about offline connection, you know, and, and all the projects that we done was was centred around offline connection. So, yeah, when everything was postponed, etc., it just um, just freed up my mind. You know, I didn't even know my mind needed freeing up, really. I was just like knee-deep with your town, which is great. It was my life. It was like five, six years of my life. And, um, and yeah, you know, um, we were just coming out of that initial being allowed out for longer than a, an hour a day. And... Um, that last year, actually, I was uh, penciled in to do my first ultra marathon, which is something I never thought I would say because running for me has never been about anything like that, i.e., distance, you know, distances of of, uh, of that nature, because that's, that's a long way. But anyway, someone it's very much like uh, like my friend years ago when I got into running. Someone positioned. Uh, the thought of ultra running there's time on your feet and time outdoors and the way you said it I was just like okay I'm going to give that a go that sounds really attractive to me uh, they were postponed so uh, I was speaking to the same gentleman he's actually a guy that leads our your town runners in one of the towns amazing guy called Danny Dell um, and I was like okay uh, ultras are off but I've, I want a bit of a challenge I was working towards that David Goggins challenge uh, which I definitely wasn't fit enough that 4 and 4 and 48 uh, 48 hours and um, and Danny said, there's this guy in Australia, he's, uh, he's on YouTube, he's done this run a mile on the hour every hour for 24 hours. I was like, okay, that sounds a bit quirky and uh, it sounds like uh, something I could uh, potentially achieve. I said, do you want to do it next week? And he said, okay. So uh, so we both did it. Uh, my little spin on it was that I dedicated every mile to someone or something I was grateful for. Uh, you know, gratitude running um, is something I've been doing for a few years now. Um so it wasn't necessarily new to me, but you know, visit, you know, put in in the way that I was packaging it up uh, for this for this twenty four hour period was new to a few other people. So I decided to jump on my social media and share share my experiences with others. And um, and yeah, within a couple of days uh, of that challenge, uh, I loved how it made me feel. I loved the way that it made other people feel following it. So I was just as I've alluded to, you know, my my head was kind of ticking along thinking how could I create a framework around this uh, so other people could experience you know what I did um, and if I could do that what would it be called and uh, the name Run Grateful come to mind uh, 24 hour running isn't for everybody so I felt like a grateful mile was a, was an, a, an amazing invitation to just kind of get you know get into this new way of um, connecting gratitude with movement and uh, and yeah Run Grateful was born and we've done a, a whole lot of stuff since uh, the buy-in, yeah, for want of a better word, is a grateful mile. You know, you can either walk or run that mile. Uh, we have people tag us in with what they're grateful for. So we've got this whole worldwide web of gratitude now uh, that's being uh, being made, uh, which is just incredible to see and and, uh, and witness. And uh, yeah, we've done other things, but uh, again, I'm uh, I'm going off on one, so I'll, I'll stop there <laughs> and, and let you uh, uh, come back in. Um. So is 
are we all able to still participate in the A Grateful Mile? Can we just, can it be done at any point? Can you, can you just tag you guys in and mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we have we have um, a, you know a few weekends, themed weekends we call them, where there's a bit more structure to it. Uh, that's the right word. So, um, but yeah, absolutely. People on any given day, any given moment, uh, can go off and uh, and do a mile or two or five, whatever. As long as they make one of them a grateful one, that's kind of all that we ask. And yeah, they tag us in and uh, and they share it, and uh, which is yeah, which is great. So we're you know, uh, or every day now, we're seeing bits of gratitude being spread across the world from the community that we're building, and uh, and it's good. And then we've got other experiences uh, also, um, but yeah, that's our that's our one that um, you know just uh, has been doing really well. When when was it that gratitude practice you know made a you know surfaced to you and you noticed its power? Like when? What do you remember when or why gratitude practice? you know, it was mm-hmm. brought to your attention? Yeah, it was brought to my attention as um, in, in some of my darker days. Um, so back in 2002, I was 19 years old and I had my 19th birthday actually in rehab um, over in Wales actually, I've always worked from Wales. Um, so yeah, very dark time for me. You know, I was, I was very lost and uh, yeah, no real direction, no hope and um yeah, just not in a very good, not in a very good state of mind, shall we say? So lots of consequences. So there was, you know, I was never going to be um, completely happy with what I was up to um, because of, of yeah what I was doing. So um, so yeah, fast forward, you know, to you know that period of time, um, it was just made very obvious to me that you know you needed to start to uh, have a look at yourself and. Um, you know, work on yourself and start to fill your life and your mind with more positive habits, you know, more positive outlook, you know, and uh, and start to just work hard on on being a better version of you, really. And uh, one of them tools that was suggested was, was gratitude lists and journaling and, and things like that, you know, just to start to get that glass half full mentality and, um, you know, start to believe in myself a bit more. And start to uh, yeah wake up that spirit as I kind of brought up uh, a few minutes ago. So gratitude in my life has been has been there for what about nineteen years now. Nineteen years I've been sober, so uh, it's been something that I practice very regularly. You know, there's been lots and lots of periods where it's been daily, um, but no one's perfect. You know, so there might be mm. your day here and there that I don't know, <laughs> I'm not fully tuned in. But after a while, it just becomes part of me. And now I really believe that, you know, it's in my fabric, it's in my it's in my makeup that I'm just that kind of character now where, yeah, I just tend to be glass half full. I tend to look at the positive and things. Um, I don't I don't uh, deny the, the negatives. You know, I do live what I believe to be a realistic life in, in everything. You know, you do have down days. Um, there are circumstances, you know, just throughout the life cycle that are not very nice to experience and I still get anxiety and I still get lots of different things going on. But on the whole, gratitude has been a, an amazing pillar for me to always lean into and to always feel like it can support me in any given moment, you know, just as that kind of time in my day, you know, where I can take a moment, just jot a few things down because there's always something to be grateful for. Um, so introducing it into my running was uh, just kind of just an obvious thing to do for me really I mean for some it I've said it doesn't really come to mind but for me it was yeah it was just something that I felt just felt right and um to tap back into what I've uh, brought up already about that time that I was spending with myself how can I best use that time 
you know, I didn't want to just create another busy head. I, I believe it's the fact that, you know, lots of ideas flow and sometimes that's not a good thing because, you know, you need to focus on what you've got as opposed to coming up with other stuff. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, absolutely gratitude is a uh, fundamental for me and, and something I believe um, even in them dark days when I felt like I had nothing to be grateful for, you know, there's, uh, there's always, always something. Um, no matter how small you might think it is in that given moment, that can be the springboard for uh, something greater. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm sold on gratitude. Yeah, and that's you just hit the nail on the head there. That there, there is always something, even if it is minuscule. And I think sometimes that is the beauty of practicing regularly. If it's it's easy to say our what we're grateful for, our you know the, the big things in our life, you know, family or you know your, your spouse or your children. It's easy to identify those, but when you identify the smaller daily things that you may be grateful for it's a little trickier and as soon as you start noticing those that's when you're really tapping into the magic and it comes back around too there is always something you know even if it is small even if it's a rubbish day there's always mm. something that you can be grateful for you um you, you definitely glossed hey. over mark you glossed yeah. over <laughs> the 19 years of being sober that was very uh humble of you to just quickly gloss over that like it was no big deal but I just want to commend no. you on that that's absolutely incredible and you should yeah, be so is. proud you should be saying that aloud like mm -hmm. you really should it's honestly something to be yeah. so incredibly proud and grateful of that's, Thank you. it's amazing yeah. it is it really yeah. is yeah no it is and I, I do lots of dirt I don't I don't I don't share from the rooftops, you know, there's no. certainly, it's only the last few years, um, you know, that I've become you know, a bit more open with that, um, mm. which is fine. It's just a natural yeah. progression and it kind of, you know, it's all entwined, everything that I'm kind of feeding back to you with some of the answers. But so when I say I don't share from the rooftops, it's, it's absolutely for no other reason than I'll just let it play out in, in who I am and the work that I'm choosing to do. Absolutely. You know, that's the be that's the best way of you know sobriety is state of mind. You know, I could be 19 years sober and be an absolute ass, you know, and be glass half empty and treat people and kind of judge people and all that kind of stuff because you know it happens. Um, so yeah, I'll just choose to kind of play it out. Not that I'm perfect, far from it, but you know, I'll just you know, actions speak louder than words, doesn't it? But mm. but yeah, being sober and kind of recovery and. Um, it's, it's absolutely my foundation. It's it saved my life literally, um, and yeah, w without it, um, you know, it's, if I was to have a drink or whatever, all bets are off, you know. And I know that to be as true today as it was back in two thousand and two. So as long as I stay sober, I've got half a chance. And yeah, with some of what you know, um, I'm, I'm doing in life, uh, it's just yeah. Why, why would you not want to kind of just keep doing that, you know? So uh, yeah, yeah there, there's hope. Because uh, and if I can spread that bit of bit of hope to others, then um, yeah, that, that's, that's one of my main goals, really. That's and something that I can um, just vouch for. You know, gratitude really, really does work. And that was one thing that I was recommended to use when I was really unwell with my mental health and you know, feelings feelings of suicidal um, you know thoughts, etc. And just could not yeah. see the positivity. I could not see the you know the the positive light or that that anything would ever change I honestly thought nothing would ever change and that that feeling would stay forever and then I was you know recommended to do that and I started journaling and it did help it obviously didn't you know 
didn't cure me straight away, but mm-hmm. it definitely, mm-hmm. definitely helped me to see forward and see past the the problems on that day or that month yeah. or that year even. Um, yeah. And I think someone asked not long ago, I think I think it was on another podcast, we were talking about movement as medicine, but also combining that with gratitude, which is obviously what Run Grateful stands yeah. for and shares um, and hopes to inspire in others is, is the, the positive benefit of movement and mm-hmm. and gratitude at the same time and and that again another thing that I'm really missing whilst um whilst being injured it doesn't quite come to me um like it used to um, yes. it's, it's really you've really I've really got to work hard at it though so listening mm-hmm. to you and how easy <laughs> it is for you it's making me right I'm inspired yes. and I'm motivated I'm going to get up and then like when I'm doing my yoga that's when I'm going to do it or when I'm going to go for a walk that's when I'm going to do it love um, it yeah, and it's not, not easy. Quite in that it's, routine. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It really isn't. And like I said, I've really not not conscious sometimes. I'm just really aware that you know when I talk, a lot of these things slip off my tongue. Like it's, um, and I know you know because of some of what you've shared back with me, what you've experienced personally, and which I'm absolutely can relate to 100. You know, so we're on the same page there. But so I know you don't know it's easy, but uh, and it's, I'm not kind of just hanging on that word that you you said there. But um, yeah, you know, I'm aware it slips off my tongue, but I'm so you know I'm so kind of um, just want people to kind of uh, know that it's. Like we've all got our, life is harsh. Yeah, life is harsh, and and reality is is harsh at times. You know, like we're put on this earth for whatever reason. You know, we didn't have much choice in 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 the matter. And it's like, okay, what do we do now? You know, and then we grow up and we're influenced by this and that. And what do they think? What does she think? Where do I'm going? What am I doing? Who am I doing it with? And I don't like it. And all this kind of confrontation, and it's just it's so complex. You know, and. Um, and yes, you know, as as we've alluded to, you know, as much information as I'm open to receiving, just to make my stay on this earth the best possible experience it can be, acknowledging the fact that I'm going to have, you know, good days and bad days and experience things that's just part of life that are, that are going to come and smack you on the side of the face is is what I'm up for. You know, I'm just up for kind of just tuning in into that because, you know, my mentality over the last few years in particular is like, what's the alternative? Because it can very, very quickly grab you and swallow you up and kick the shit out of you, mm. you know, for one or for another better word. And it is a delicate one, you know, with how, you know, human beings relate um, because we're all kind of, we're all on different paths, but very similar. And you know, there's so many kind of contradictions in there, but so yeah, big big conversation, but um, but yeah, you know, um, as many tools as we can put out there to kind of uh, create, you know, different positive conversations is uh, is what I'm all for. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing that I've I've you know read and seen before with Run Grateful and you know how they hope to deliver, you know, you hope to deliver that message to yeah. others and having the capacity capacity to be able to, you know, utilize gratitude movement in order to assist in living a better or rather more mindful happier life yeah you know, and living, living your life tran- transformation yeah. yeah yes yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. whatever way that comes for you you know like i said there's loads of different ways to move and, yeah, definitely. Um, and experience different things and, and it comes down to some fundamentals for me mm-hmm. and i suppose top top of that list in the first place like your your invitation to this way of, i say this way of life like it's different to any other way of life but your invitation into exploring uh, a wider life yeah when i say wider it's not always about going deep 
you know, some people think, oh, kind of, I've got issues and this and the other. And it's, it's not about that at all. It's just about going wide and keeping an open mind and, uh, you know, going to try that thing out, going to, you know, go and do that thing that you've always wanted to do but never done for whatever reason and just go and experience that, you know, and then just let that be, um, lead on to something else, you know, go and listen to somebody you, you, you used to judge because you never know they might say something really insightful that you thought, mm. okay. So it's just being tuned into that really. And, and that takes time and practice and an open mind and, and all that kind of stuff, which, uh, yeah, that's the pursuit. That's the process that you've got to fall in love with. Otherwise, yeah, that instant gratification kicks in and you're like, I'm not doing that. I can't be bothered or, uh, you know, if it's not going to fix me now, then I'm not interested. Mm. So, uh, so different mentalities needed. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that is it. And I think sometimes and saying there about the different mentality needed, um, it can be so easy to listen to one of our many thousands of negative thoughts in a day. And as soon mm-hmm. as you're tapping into that one negative, before you know it, that has accumulated into times 10 of those negative mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can't remember reading the, the, the exact figure, but of the thousands of thoughts we have a day, many yeah, of them are lot. negative. <laughs> yeah. So you really have to tap into the positive. And I know I'm, I'm holding my hands up for this. I'm so guilty. I'll have one negative thought. And before I know it, I've had 20. And yes. everything is like the end of the world. And I've got to really like mm. bring myself back. It's, it's really hard because I do let myself become overcome with it. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's my personality type. But mm-hmm. um, oh, it could be so detrimental to your mood and to how uh, how you how your day pans out, how your week pans out. So having those... Isn't it a shame, isn't it? Thoughts. Yeah. It's a shame. When you think yeah. about it, really, I mean, it is what it is, you know, famous yeah. old saying. But it's a shame that, like you said, the, the mind is, for a lot of people, and there's always one where this might not be the, their reality, but is kind of tuned in in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, all the negative thoughts, it's just like, yeah. wow, it's just like so overwhelming. Like, why's it got to be like that? <laughs> you yeah, know? I know. But that's the trick, I suppose. It hasn't all the time. There is balance to bring. Um, there is there is balance absolutely yeah I was going to ask you is there any like um do you because I find this interesting a question to ask people do you have like a daily routine a morning routine that sets you up for a great day a great week or um do you have a specific time or way that you do practice um gratitude Mm -hmm. is it solely whilst running um yeah just what is your top tip for routines I'm a massive, massive believer um, in the value that routines bring, you know, and structure. And uh, absolutely, I just think it's uh, it's vital, uh, in my opinion. And that there's freedom within that, you know, so it hasn't got to be so kind of, you know, militant because uh, that can, you know, border on unhealthy and, uh, and obsessive. And uh, as I've kind of I've brought up in a roundabout way. I'm of that type, you know, <laughs> be quite obsessive um, or guilty of being obsessive. But, but yeah, you know, bringing a healthier um, side, side to, uh, to that. Um, routines, yep, absolutely, uh, for as long as I can remember. Um, and there's a bit of a blueprint, really, like with what I'm tuned into, with what I'm influenced by, with who inspire me, with who I relate to. You know, if, if, you, if you listen to them and be kind of guided by them and, and taught by them and want to be learned, yeah, you want to learn from people that have gone before. There's certain ABCs of life which, you know, isn't complicated. You know, as human beings, I talk for myself, you know, we make life complicated, you know, and, and with the things that I choose to do in life, and it is a choice, I absolutely make this choice. No one's forcing me to do anything, you know, and there's consequences of the choices that I make bring a certain set of circumstances and challenges and 
uncertainty and there's certain sacrifices that go into this and I'm a father as I've mentioned I've got responsibilities and, and all that kind of stuff so I'm like okay if I'm embarking on this and I'm trusting this because I absolutely trust it I was in a profession prior to running <laughs> which I was never uh, unhappy in I loved who I worked with I loved where I worked it was uh, in the inverted commas uh, I was fairly successful financially if you, you know uh, uh, no massive bells and whistles, but, you know, I was comfortable. Uh, and then all of a sudden I shifted my attention to this new way of life where I felt like I was on the right path doing what I was meant to be doing, you know, creating this kind of legacy type scenario, which I think is in me uh, with my daughters in particular. So and part of that with this blueprint is routines, you know, just to cut a long story short, uh, mm. a long-winded answer there. So I get up early and, um, you know, I do be journaling, down my, my greens, uh, this don't taste very nice. Um, sometimes I run, sometimes I don't. I take the girls to school um, more often than not if I can. And yeah, just I've got a, like, a list of things to do, and uh, I'm still a paper and pen kind of guy, so I do that. Um, I invite other people into my day, which is really important for me. So, already kind of I'm coming from a humble place, so just people I don't overthink it. If whoever comes in, it could be people I haven't seen in, in years, and they just pop into my head. And I invite them into my day. I wish them well. Um, you know, I, I, I invite my girls into my day and um, and others. So that takes all of thirty seconds. So that's a nice nice way of just uh, nice and humbling myself. And is that uh, where you, that, where someone comes to mind and you think of them? And is that how you do it? Or well, sometimes it's so kind of random. Like I've got, I've got me me go tos. If that's the right way of putting it, like with the girls and you know, some of the friends. But I just sit there and I just think, okay, and uh, I'm just thinking, it's like, okay, there's Dan, there's Matt, there's Gary, there's Kevin, there's Dean, there's Julie, there's, you know, all these people just pop into my mind. So I just kind of half picture them for half a second and invite them into my day, wish them well, and on to the next one. But then, yeah, very randomly, there might just be people I'm connected with for a while for whatever reason, and that might be a spark to say hello to them that day with a little message or an email or a phone call. Um, just, just little ways of nudging myself to know that you know there, there's a life out there that doesn't revolve around me. Um, that there's other people out there that might need you know a bit of positive energy thrown their way, uh, depending on what's going on or not. Um, so I just form you know as just part of my routine um, that I just built up the habit over the years. Where now it's just just naturally something that I do. Um, and yeah, there, there's there's other things that I do just around work, and I say I try and run or or move in some way um, most days. And um, and but yeah, yeah, that's about it. Really, I'm quite structured in what I eat and where I go. My, my girls take the Mickey of me uh, out of me because uh, yeah, I am I'm quite structured. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's okay because in lots of areas of my life, I'm very unstructured, like that entrepreneurial word that gets banded around which still sits a bit uncomfortable with me uh, uncomfortably with me for whatever reason you know that world brings so much unstructure you know so if there's certain areas in my life which are you know pretty much a given then that does give me the the security uh, or that foundation to go and jump in the deep end in other areas of my life yeah i um wanted to ask you then so with i don't think you said it but you, with your running is that in the morning or in the evening it really depends how I'm feeling. I love mm. morning running. I love it. Uh, yeah. And when I go out, I'm always kind of, when I'm out running in the morning, I'm always like, there's no better way to start the day. And uh, and I, I adore it. Um, but 
I'll go out any time of the day. Literally, I'll, be, I'll, run, I'll run at midnight. I run at two, three in the morning sometimes. So uh, some of the challenges that I've done, I'm, all, I'm out all hours. So, um, but yeah, running is my in, in the morning is probably my favourite. If I'm calling it that. Um, but yeah, there's no real structure there in regards to do I run or, or not. It's the hardest thing to do running in the morning because yeah, you wake up with that head of yours that suggests yeah. oh you go go in a minute go in an hour go in two hours and it's like oh my good god not again how much evidence have i got over the years of just get up mark go, go out for the run and that's evidence i've never ever ever come back and regretted doing it but yet me it always tries to sell me the dream always yeah <laughs> so, and this is where, where the phrase comes from get up and get going because you'll never get, get up going, and get going. You always yeah. what yeah. Um, i've been listening to an audiobook recently right um and it's really gave me like an idea of how to revamp my daily routine, my morning routine. Um, so I'm just thinking aloud now, what, what, because we were just saying that about getting up, what would you say is your top tip or what works for you to try and encourage you to get up first thing? Or is there any hack, any morning hack that you use to get up and get going? Um, any morning not really, if I'm honest. I mean, I've just uh, shared a few things that I'll get up to, but but no, no given one. No, I'm I'm just really optimistic that you know I, I'm getting up. Mm. You know, um, optimism. That's that's yeah, where you're opt- doing. That's what you're opt- doing right. Optimism. optimism. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just so glad, and you know, it's it's so nice to lead into how life has been for me, and this absolutely kind of brings uh, being grateful into the conversation again. Like that was never, that was, that's not always the case, you know. So just some days, you know, to have that feeling of wanting, you know, some days wanting the days to end because, but not because it's been a bad day, but because you can't wait for tomorrow to begin. You know, then feel that, 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 that thought that I've had on lots and lots of occasions, especially throughout the work that I've described over the last few years is incredible. Yeah. So that optimism, getting up in the morning and knowing that, you know, that, you're in it you know you're mm. showing up and um you know just embrace it you know the good and you know the good and the not so good so so yeah that's the heck you know find something to be optimistic about that's and, it um yeah there is i was going to ask as well but i think you've answered it in fairness to you um i always ask um like how do you remain motivated and i think you have shared quite a lot with us um already um, is there anything else you wanted to add with regards to remaining motivated or um remaining motivated is yeah just that constant uh, encouragement that I get with the work that I do you know I've always just been inspired to carry on you know and um I mean I've shared quite a lot I've shared quite openly and uh, I've talked a lot but you know we haven't even we haven't even touched the side really in regards to some of what's happened. Mm. So, um, and when I say happened, like I said, the choices that I make and the sacrifices, you know, come, yeah, come some really, really challenging moments and challenging days, you know. So, it's, but I've always just had so much more back, whether it be an email or seeing, you know, somebody turn up for something that we've put on or just, you know, that next kind of bit of work that we're looking to do and someone saying yes to it. It's just always kept me engaged. It's always kept me inspired. It's always kept me motivated to, to want to do more and create more and to really kind of just, yeah, just kind of build these platforms. Um, mm. That's that's my motivation, you know, and, uh, yeah, and, you know, 
there's the baseline, you know, my daughters and uh, family and uh, wife and stuff, obviously, their, their motivation. But so, yeah, but collectively, it all goes into the same pot. You know, it's like, why am I on this earth? And uh, what am I going to do while I'm here? And, uh, and how can I so, you know, how can I do do, uh, do some good work, you know? You've got um, an incredible way of leading on to my next questions or reminding me of a question oh, that I forgot okay. to ask you. That's <laughs> just brilliant. Yeah. I think you've done it a few times this evening. Um, I really wanted to ask you, um, now, this is slightly different to how I ask norm- most guests. I normally say, you know, what is your why I run, your hashtag why I run. But I want to ask you a different, slightly different question to that. I want to ask you, what is your why for for everything? So for for everything that you've and then we haven't even spoken yet about Mias, but for your town, your town runners run grateful for everything that you've launched, achieved, mm-hmm. created, thought of, or you know brought to brought to life. Then from an inspiration, what is your why? What is your purpose in creating and working hard towards everything that you already have done? Yeah, you know, and there, there's for me, there's there's not an obvious answer to this, and for some that might be a bit, a bit baffling because, as I've just described, you know, I'm, I'm motivated, I'm optimistic, I'm out there, you know, it's tangible now. You know, don't take my word for it. I'm not trying to sell anyone the dream of, of what's what's out there now. You know, with the work that I do, but so go and kind of find out for yourselves, really. Um, and people look at it and think, oh, no, no, me, like, why, why is he doing that? And but kind of what I keep asking myself is, like, why not? Like, what, what's the alternative? If I wasn't to be doing this, what would that look like? And it's just never has been very cloudy for me. So it's just like I'm continuing onto this path. And you know, I suppose like my, my biggest why um, is just that curiosity piece. You know, it's just like, why not? Like, just continue on this path because I just, I just trust the outcome of it. Um, so yeah, you know, um, I think that's that's kind of the best answer I can give now. And more will be revealed. You know, I, I don't feel like I've touched the sides. Um, I don't feel like we've we've reached that final destination because I don't think we ever do. You know, so I'm just always just that that mm. time mentality. So, uh, and I'm a big believer in that. Like, I've never. I don't think we're ever going to reach that final destination without um, mm. myself. So, so yeah, hopefully that's kind of a, a little answer to a, such a big question. But why yeah. not? You know, what's the alternative? What am I going to? What am I going to do? You know, um, that's it. I'm not surprised when you said you haven't, you know, haven't finished or haven't reached the, the the end, or because I can see that from what you're creating or what you have created, that mm-hmm. you know, you you have this idea. There is a reason behind it, and there is there is a, a why to each one, and that there is a bigger sense of assisting the community, bettering yourself, bettering those around you, drawing inspiration from others. I can quite see, see that clearly from things that you've said already. Um, and it's clear that you're you're not finished. And I think as as um, the ideas come to you, you've got other ideas of what you wanna what you want to create or what you want to um, achieve and or help others achieve. Or at least yeah. that's that's what I see um, see you created, especially with the most recent launch of Mias. Um, I'd love for you to tell us more about that because I think a lot of people listening today could benefit from me yes mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. you know but very excited about it and uh yeah what you just kind of shared back there is you know there's 
it's so fluid for me. It's like the wire changes, you know, and uh, and for me, it's it's kind of and it kind of taps in. So you you suggesting that I I answer your next question, uh, and you've kind of led it really nicely into wrapping all this up, uh, which kind of me as represents to me in a roundabout way, because you know it is so fluid and and as I've just uh, brought up, you know, I believe I'm on the right path. I believe that everywhere leads somewhere. I'm a, that's one of my little sayings, everywhere leads somewhere. And to me, it's very similar to run grateful, kind of around about the same time, actually, um, if I take literally a couple of weeks. With, with the Your Town being where it was, you know, being postponed and kind of on hold uh, somewhat, just me, it was coming into my mind. It was just, and it, it has always been there. Um, in a roundabout way, I never attached a label to it or a title or kind of had any kind of branding around it, but just this kind of curiosity around how we move and and all the different things I've experienced, all the places that I've been to, all the people that I've spoken to, all the wise people that have kind of shared some of their little nuggets with me, and I was just like, okay, like who's to say that you know? And there's so much more I want to do, and there's so many more opportunities out there for me to go and explore, and then you get caught up in the day to day and. Uh, and you feel like you haven't got the time and where I've kind of, you know, I've brought up, I'm quite structured, but, you know, I'll do me running here then and then I'll do that then and, and I'll do that on that day. And so all this was kind of just rattling around in between my ears and I was like, okay, well, what if there was a set time where I could do a multitude of things and uh, and who's to say that one has to follow the other? Who's to say that that couldn't go there and I could do that after that and et cetera, et cetera. So then I just just let my pen and my mind run wild, really. I was like, okay, so I'm a man. Um, there's, I'm obviously, I'm very passionate about the male conversation. Uh, not in particular. I'm, I'm very open to kind of you know, male-female balance and, and all that kind of stuff, so I'm not kind of separating myself for one second. But, you know, the, the male mental health uh, conversation, my own experiences, I'm obviously going to gravitate towards that conversation. So I was like, okay, you've got this conversation here about how we view exercise, how we view movement, how we view things like spirituality, how we view things like, you know, uh, other ways of moving our body, like meditation, mindfulness, breath work, etc. So that was kind of being, being put on paper. And then I was thinking about all the things that there are out there. And then I was thinking about some of the excuses that we have around time and um and etc so i was like okay what if you had to make it say 15 minutes say you separate that 15 minutes into three elements all ways of moving your body and your mind um what would them 15 minutes look like and i was like well actually that could be really varied and really mixed and depending on how you're feeling depending on what's going on in your life depending on kind of um you know what's out there you could kind of put a framework around this 15 minutes to really fit in with what's going on i was like okay that's interesting um you know, go dive a bit deeper. So I was like, okay, so it could be breath work, could be meditation, could be yoga, Pilates, mobility, animal flow, Tai Chi, uh, hit interval, all that kind. Of, any any way you feel like you can you can you can move. I was like, okay, I love the idea of this. I love how this is sounding. So um, so then I was thinking about what's this about? There's, so there's it's about us, you know, collectively. It's about how we connect with ourselves and with others and about our surroundings. There's a part of your town in there. It's about how we connect with our surroundings and our communities. I was like, okay, that's connection. How do we move? Like, how do we move individually and collectively? You know, because we go out and do all that kind of stuff. But not just movement in, in the physical sense. How are we moving towards 
conversations that we need to have, you know, and that kind of uh, uncomfortability around certain situations that really kind of feed us with anxiety, etc. So how are we moving individually and collectively towards like common goals or whatever? I was like, okay, uh, that, that's one element. And then how are we reflecting about who we are, where we're from, where we're going, what we're doing, who, who we're going with, who's in our life? Like, how do we find that time to reflect? So the reason why I'm bringing all this up is because everything that we've just spoken about, and God knows how long, because I know I've rattled on, has gone into them three elements. How do we move? How do we connect? How do we reflect? And if I'm now thinking about this 15-minute time frame, how can we create a unique experience where people can kind of, you know, just uh, position it in such a way where people can have these experiences in new ways as opposed to fits, you know, CrossFit, running, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and yeah, then I was thinking about the, the move connect reflect and I was thinking about me and us. It's about us, but it's also about me. And there's a balance there between, you know, we are on this earth and we've got our individual journeys, but you know, we're part of something greater than ourselves. And then me, us, and then me, us. And I was like, okay, that sounds all right. Probably doesn't make much sense to anyone else, but, uh, but me, us sounds like it could be a thing. And, and yeah, and then I'll just dive right into it. So it's a, it's a platform to support men physically, mentally, spiritually. We've uh, constructed these, these practices which we've pre-edited uh, now and it will absolutely in a few months lead on to um, a more holistic kind of experience where people will be more in control in inverted commas of what they want this 15 minutes to be like but that costs lots of money you know the tech mm-hmm. behind that so we're working towards that but just to get the conversation going just to give people an understanding of who we are what we're trying to do and why uh, we've pre-edited a load of these uh, 15 minute practices and we went live the other day and we're really looking to kind of create something meaningful you know really build a community of men that you know that we can encourage and uh, kind of yeah that expanding the mind as i've mentioned is a, is a vital part of my being um, and everything that i've that i've spoken about run grateful your town my own personal approach what's happened with the communities that uh, i've been involved in sparking a bit of energy around uh, it's gone into me as and uh, as you can tell because i've gone off again i'm very passionate about it and uh, i'm very excited about what yeah what the world says uh, once we get going properly it yeah it sounds amazing it sounds something that could really accompany like um an an existing training plan mm-hmm. or training schedule something that perhaps you could pr- um practice in the morning to start the day off better um or if you're having a rest day but you still want to move you still want to achieve those similar benefits that you get from your primary sport um and or even if you're injured because something like that is is basically that though that is similar to what I'm practicing in the morning when I do get up for my morning routine, um, yeah. doing a bit of yoga, a bit of meditation and a little bit of gratitude thrown in just to start the day off on a better, on a better level. Cause I find I'm more productive having, you know, like you've said and described moving and connecting. Um, yeah, you definitely do achieve a, a better productive, more positive day. I find mm-hmm. so that's, it sounds amazing. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, so if yeah, someone wants to sign funny. up now, if um, if you could just tell everyone where, where they can go if they want to sign up to that now. Yeah, so it's uh, meuspractice.com, so M-E-U-S, so meuspractice.com, and it's kind of all there. We went live the other day. We're going to be launching properly soon. Uh, when I say properly, there's you know, lots more we, we want to be doing, but you know the world as it is mean that we're kind of restricted in some ways. So, uh, but, yeah, we've got life and uh, version 001. And, um, 
yeah, like I said, there's many opportunities. There's a there's a couple of packages on there, so there's a few practices in one for you know it's all, it's all cheap as chips and um, and so yeah, you know, just just it's it's just good. It's different and uh, yeah, I, I believe it's it's uh, it's going to do a lot of good for for men and you know how the future pans out with it. You know, there's there's a big female energy around it in regards to the coaches and the teachers. Uh, that we've got uh, within MES as well. So, you know, there is a really great balance to, to our approach. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's without stating the obvious, if, if the men in your life are, you know, working hard and showing willingness to be the best version of themselves, then that's just going to have a direct impact in the, in, mm. the, in the women in their life, you know, whether it be their mums, sisters, aunties, wives, girlfriends, uh, whatever. So I think everyone will ultimately win. But um, it's more subtle. There's no instant gratification with this stuff. It's a lifelong journey it'd be a lifelong practice um but yeah i mean i'm excited about it so yeah it's exciting um so i just want to ask a couple more questions before we wrap up um and one of them uh, i thought i would be able to guess this earlier but if you had to live by a quote what would it be yeah the one the, the one always uh, springs to mind is is to be inspired means everything you know, and it taps into some of what we talked about today about optimism and uh, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, to be inspired, but just you know, to find that spark in you that kind of just inspires you to get up and show up and contribute and to support and uh, you know, to support yourself as well. You know, it's just it's brilliant. You know, and, and inspiration is is an amazing energy. You know, you use the word magic, which uh, which I love the way you kind of shared back earlier on with saying about. You know, tapping into that magic of gratitude mm. and uh, inspiration is very much on that same page as just it's magical you know mm. and um and i love it and and yeah it's not always about going deep it's about going wide it's about the second or first time i pull that up you know because if you're if you're lacking you know that inspiration if you feel like you're, you're living a life which isn't inspiring you too much then the invitation is to you know, just find ways in which you can kind of get inspired you know and it's you know, not necessarily going down that road of you know doing what you love, you know, because, you know, with the harshness of life, again, it's not always that straightforward. But to find that spirit, you know, before you find your purpose, you find your spirit. And to find your spirit by asking yourself questions, you know, by, you know, implementing certain things um, you know, into your life, which brings some self-awareness and uh, that will unlock your spirit. And then that, as a consequence, will unlock your purpose. And that will hopefully lead it the life which is uh, inspiring you.